Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts, starts right now. And it's lit today. It's lit. I know I have to go to church later and they have to put ash on my head. Uh, and then I also, I, I'm not supposed to eat anything. This is awful. I can't have any food today. I can't have any meat on Fridays. Uh, I have to remind myself what a horrible Christian I am. Um, and it's also I can get into heaven one day soon, which I'm going to be honest with you. That's a, the odds on that are, I, mean, I would say it's a, it's a long shot at this point. What's up, everybody? This is the Marque Show. 855-765-1045 is the number. I'm not the only one, though. Uh, there's some other people that are that are uh, grasping with what they should do for the next 40 days. Hey, Fair Lent, give up being a Democrat. You'll be glad you did. That might also get you a little closer to the pearly gates, too. Profanity. Definitely giving up profanity for Lent. I can do that uh, because I'm on the radio and the FCC has already demanded that we give up profanity. Welcome to Florida. Winter. Oh, that's not the right one. Is it OK to give up eating healthy for Lent? I've always tried those double negatives. Like, you know, I'm going to give up giving stuff up for Lent. But that's not how it works, apparently. I talked to, uh, I talked to the, I talked to the bishop. For Lent, I'm giving up profanity. Damn it. Profanity seems to be a very, <laughs> profanity seems to be a very common one with our audience. I guess a lot of people, I guess a lot of people that listen to this show find themselves cursing a lot. I'm a public school teacher. I've given up a proper salary for my education and experience. Yeah, you sure have. Also, your hopes, dreams, and a large portion of your life. And we appreciate all of that. Well, I don't. My kids don't go to public school because I went to public school. And, well, here I am talking about what I'm giving up for Lent on the radio. Uh, also, that's one of the big things. That, hey, by the way, if you have something that you're giving up for Lent or that you could suggest, I like to do that, too. I like to look at other people and give them suggestions as to what they should give up for being for Lent. Like, you know, hey, for Lent, you should uh, quit being a D-bag for 40 days. Try that. Uh, but that doesn't always go. That, that doesn't, apparently, I'm not supposed to judge people during Lent either. That's another thing. That's another thing that happens. But if you if you need any suggestions, or if you're looking for help, or if you have some good ideas as to what people should give up for Lent, by all means, I say let's give up the Mueller probe for Lent, and also every day after that. I say let's give up uh, investigating the Russian collusion thing today and for the next 40 days, and also for life. Because we haven't found out. I say all those things. What about taxes? Let's give up taxes. Wouldn't that be great? I think that that would that be. I mean, we're trying to. We've done that a little bit. But let's just do it. Let's just do it all the way. Let's just go all the way. Let's give up pretending we don't need a border wall. That's another good thing, too. 855-765-1045 is the number. Another thing a lot of people say that we should give up is calling Kylie Jenner a self-made billionaire. I don't know if you heard this story yet today, but Kylie Jenner who is of the Kardashian clan, uh, is now the youngest self-made billionaire, and they use that term very loosely, um, in the uh, in the history of the world. She's she's beaten Mark Zuckerberg by like a few months or something like that. And uh, and she's 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 done this all with her with her lip line, with her. Uh, she's got a, a cosmetics company, which is called Kylie. It's made her nine hundred million dollars. She's 21, the youngest ever self-made billionaire, uh, beating Mark Zuckerberg by two years. He was a billionaire at age 23 after he founded Facebook. Now, the the big question here is, how can she claim to be a self-made billionaire when she's been part of the Kardashian family since she was, I mean, her entire life? And when she was when she was 12 years old, she was starting to get a following and her Instagram following of millions of people, which is of what what led to a lot of her success and the free advertising and the free publicity she got for her cosmetics line. Uh, you know, it all comes because of her family and her influence and her name. And she was born into this. She was born based. I mean, her dad or mom or, or I get confused still. Uh, 
what Caitlin, you know, is a, a world famous athlete, had tons of money on his her own, you know, account when she was born. She wasn't born a nobody from the backwoods of Idaho. She wasn't born a street urchin from Philadelphia. You know, she wasn't from the West Side or anything like that. She was born in Beverly Hills, born in California to a prominent athlete, to a family that went on to produce hundreds of millions of dollars before she even was old enough to start a business. Is she so, you know, a lot of people argue that Donald Trump wasn't a self-made billionaire either. Yet those people, those same people are now turning around and reporting that Kylie Jenner is a self-made billionaire. How is one not exactly like the other? If Donald Trump, if you claim Donald Trump inherited millions of dollars from his dad or was given this million dollar loan so he could go out and turn it into a real estate empire. Or a lot of people are saying he was just given them the, the buildings from his father. He inherited. He's no schlub either. He doesn't come. He wasn't self-made. That's what everybody argues. And I'll be honest with you. Personally, I don't care either way. I'd I, I'd just like to be either either a self-made millionaire or an inherited billionaire. It, what does it matter if you inherit the money or if you make it yourself? Does one make you better than the other? You can't control where you're born. You know, I would. That's a good question. Would you rather be a self-made millionaire or a natural-born billionaire? We should. You know, would, would Bernie Sanders look down his nose upon one as opposed to the other? Bernie Sanders is now himself a self-made millionaire. Interestingly enough, he's about to embark on a major two-year journey to crisscross the United States of America and 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 demoralize and argue against uh, uh, the virtues of having a lot of money. He's going to go out there and probably, like I said, this time around, he's going to target billionaires. Last election, it was easy for him. He was only in the 700,000, 800,000 mark. If you look at his old tax returns, he wasn't quite over that seven figures. He still had the six-figure salary. But once he sold out to Hillary Clinton, once he got his house, once she paid him off to go on the, to duck out of the election quietly and not just duck out, but not try to fight her, not try to go after her, not try to not try to take back some of those super delegates that she basically stole from him. When she wrote that check to him, he himself became a part of the Millionaire Boys Club or I guess Millionaire Creepy old men's club. <laughs> he's the farthest thing from a boy. I mean, he's pretty. He's pretty old. That guy. Anyway, but so now when you when you hear Bernie Sanders go out on the on the uh, on the on the stump, when you hear him at these, when you heard him in Brooklyn this this past weekend, when you hear him wherever he goes next, Washington, Portland, I guarantee he's going to be spending a lot of time in California. He'll probably be here in Florida too, or as he likes to call it, Florida. He'll be here stumping in Tampa and in Miami and all over the place. And you're going to hear him talk more about the billionaires and less about the millionaires. Because it's very difficult to talk badly about your peers. I mean, I do it, but, you know, I'm in radio. It's my job. 855-765-1045 is now. It's an interesting question. If I you know, became a self-made millionaire, that'd be great. But if I was born into a family where I, I, I started with millions of dollars and I was able to turn that into billions, much like Kylie Jenner, much like Donald Trump, who, let's face it, Donald Trump is I mean, Donald Trump is is supported by some of the Kardashians. Look at Kanye West. He is Kylie Jenner's brother in law by marriage, I believe. Let's we'll see. Kim, yeah. Half brother in law. Right. Because Kim Kardashian is her half sister. There's there's Republican blood flowing through that family. They are very similar, Kylie Jenner and Donald Trump. Kylie Jenner's makeup is a lot better, but, you know, that's her job. I'm just saying. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. What's better, being a self-made millionaire or a natural-born billionaire? We'll take a quick break. We got that. Oh, we have some people telling us what they're giving up for Lent, too. Uh, you can give us a buzz. You can leave us an open mic message. This is the Mark K Show. We're just getting started on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark K makes my day. Indeed. I don't know about the day, but, it's, you know, a couple hours right there in the middle. Maybe, and then, you know, it starts the afternoon. It's just all, it's all downhill. What's up? This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. 855-765-1045 is the number. Or you can send us an open mic message. You do that with our uh, mobile app. 
easy to download it. It's free to download. Go to um, go to the App Store. Go to your Apple iTunes Store or uh, Google Play, wherever you happen to get your apps from. You can download it. You can send us a message. You can tell us what you're giving up, if anything, for Lent. Or you can uh, kick it old school and just give us a call. 855-765-1045. We've got some whatever you want Wednesday coming up here in just a minute. First, though, Danny. Uh, what's up, Danny? What do you want to say? What are you giving up for Lent today? Hey, I'm giving up bread for Lent. Giving up bread? I figure, yep. No more bread. I figure I have these restaurants I go to, like Red Lobster and uh, Carabas. You know, they always bring bread out. Yeah. If I give that up, I'll probably lose 20 pounds. No, yeah, I mean, and that is that is fair enough. A lot of people give up the carbs and the bread, and there's the whole keto thing going on. Although, I'll say this, Red Lobster Cheesy Biscuits, holy cow, those things are going to be tough if you're a big fan of bread. I know. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> and Carabas. And the other worst thing is my kids, like, live on bread because they're kids, and they can. They have to carb load. They're always running around and, you know, being kids. So we get we get Carabas, and they're like, Daddy, get extra bread. And so the extra bread comes, and they're slathering the olive oil on it and dipping it in there. Ah, oh, kids, they make me they make me so annoyed sometimes. George from Mandarin. What's up, George? How are you? Good morning. How are you? Hey, good, George. Uh, what do you want to say? Well, the, the Kylie, Kylie Jenner thing um, and Trump, I don't think Trump ever said he was a self-made billionaire, whereas Kylie is saying it kind of like boasting or something like that. And um, so to me, that's the difference between the two. And whether, you, you know, you got to start, you know, Trump got to start from his dad, you know, that happens all every day all around the world. Yeah, you know? I w I'll be you know honest what? with you. I wish my dad cut me a check for a million dollars and said, go make something of yourself. I wish my dad started putting hey, companies in my name. I mean, that's my, I got none of that. I got like, uh, I just got, you know, a lot of spankings. I got a lot of those. That didn't really help me any. And I, no, I, can't, I can't see how that was a good investment in my future. Uh, maybe it may be what I am today, which is bitter and, uh, you know, um, you know, basically cynical. But whatever. Uh, also very wary of people standing behind me. I don't like that either. That could be a direct result. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. If you missed the story, Kylie Jenner from the Kardashians, she started this cosmetic line called Kylie Good name for it. And now she's a self-made, quote-unquote, billionaire. And a lot of people, and I don't know if she's calling herself that or if Forbes said it or somebody reported it, but it appears to be something that is out there. It appears to be something that people are claiming. And it just reminds me, because because there's now a whole big fight of whether or not she's truly self-made. What is the definition of self-made? I mean, look, if you start as a Kardashian at 12 years old and you actually build a business that earns $900 million, I feel like, yeah, maybe you didn't do it yourself, but maybe you did something that was, you know, you came up with an idea, a concept. You were able to entice enough people uh, to, to actually go out and spend their money on it. And these things, by the way, are not cheap because my wife wanted one. And a lip kit which, by the way, is different and more in, in advanced than just a lip gloss. Back in the day, it was one thing. It was a lip gloss you put on your lips. Now it's a kit. It's like a palette of different colors that you use. You spend two hours just putting together the perfect, you know, the perfect nuance of, of shade and gloss on your lips. You need a whole kit for it. It's like 150 bucks. I mean, it's easy to become a billionaire when you're charging people 150 bucks for a lip gloss. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Donald Trump, it, it always jumps out of me. It reminds me because I know people attack him, whether he said it or not, which he may not have. I'm not saying he did. I'm saying that people constantly attack the president saying you're not, you know, blue collar. You're not from the you were born a millionaire or a billionaire. I don't What's the difference? I mean, why does that mean you can't control you can't control what you were born into. Now, here's something you should think about. If somebody's born a millionaire and then they become super poor, what does that say about them? They probably shouldn't be running the free world or a company or anything at all or their own finder. They should probably get an accountant. But if they are born a millionaire and they become a billionaire or if they're born a millionaire and they build a company and by the age 21 are able to become billionaires, isn't that something that's that's honorable? I don't know. Keith from Uli, how are you? Hey, my friend. Uh, you, you got a dog named Steve, huh? I did what to the hoot and the ha? Huh? Uh, so you got a dog named Steve? Do I have a dog named Not anymore. I used to. Oh, okay. I think I just I remember you saying that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull Lint out of my navel. You're pulling lint out of your navel. I get it. That was a good. That's a good joke. Uh, same thing. I don't know. It's a very kind of an all over the place conversation. Ryan, whatever you want. Wednesday's coming up in just a minute. I promise. Ryan from Jacksonville. How are you? Good. How are you, Mark? Great. Oh, what do you want to say, Ryan? 
Hey, a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about the landing, yeah. and I didn't know if you knew it, but uh, that green space that they were talking about turning the landing into, yeah. uh, one of the things uh, related to that is that Metro Park is actually held in a trust, and the only way that they can do anything with the Metro Park land is if they exchange it for another green space. And I would venture to say that the idea behind having a green space at the landing is to take and to turn uh, Metro Park back over to, say, Shotgun or some other developer so they can do something else with it there. Otherwise, they can't because the rules of the trust don't allow them to do anything else with it. Oh, well, I mean, does it have to be a green space on the river? Can't we give them like a green space over on the north side somewhere by the airport? I feel like that would be probably, you know, why are we using our good riverfront property for grass? There's plenty of grass in this state where we need what we need are uh, restaurants and bars and aquariums and a casino and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, we tell you what, whatever you want wins it. We'll start it early. We'll start it right now. 855-765-1045. You want to talk about the landing? You want to talk about the election? You want to talk about Trump? You want to talk about the wall? You want to just talk about, you know, what I mean, whatever you want. That's the hence the name. 855-765-1045. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Just out of curiosity, how do you keep from exposing mail carriers in Florida to heat? I don't understand. Like that's like keeping uh, fish exposed to water. It's like a bad thing you can't really, or you know, or uh, by the way, also for Lent, I think that the House Democrat, uh, the uh, House Intelligence Committee, should have to stop calling themselves the Intelligence Committee, at least until there's another election. What's up? It's the Mark K Show. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. It's whatever you want Wednesday. That's exciting. Which means we talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about Lent, fantastic. If you want to talk about the wall, no problem. If you want to talk about local politics, I know a lot of people are are curious to 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 troll me on the internet about the uh, the election as if it weren't already won by Lenny Curry. But you know, whatever you want, it's Wednesday, and that's what we do. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Aaron from Jack's Beach, how are you, Aaron? I'm doing great, thank you. Oh, good. So I just, I wanted to interject with Kylie a little bit. I, know, I bet you I do. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I started a cosmetic company back in the 90s, and there's no way that she did this from scratch by herself. Um, the only thing about Kylie is her name. There's no way she went to develop product. I would love to sit down with her and ask her costs and overruns and production and sampling and SKU numbers and, um, you know, ingredient lists and customs and all that kind of stuff. So... Her her wealth comes from her name, right? And I don't. But, I, I mean, look, but, I mean, that, you but know, can you? But here's the thing, though. She's in that, she's in that Sephora. Um, the majority of her business comes out of those Ulta stores. Just a gondola in that Ulta store will cost you fifty, sixty thousand dollars per store just to have it in, and they change that out probably seasonally. But Aaron, let me and, ask you this question: then, Why does that? I mean, if yeah. she's if she's trading her name, if she's partnering with another company and saying, you know, let us use your name, you go out and you advertise this and market it to your to your audience who you built and your reputation. How does how is that not making her? I mean, that that's valuable. Obviously, this company would be nowhere oh, no, near as popular without her. Absolutely. As we started the cosmetic company, we gave away free product. To magazines like in style, yeah, and we had to hit the street. We we started from scratch and we built it with fifteen thousand dollars seed money, and then twenty five thousand dollars seed money, and then this and this and this and this and this and this and that. You know, she starts right at the top with the top people, the top designers, the top, and all she comes in. You know, Mark, of all the stuff that you buy your wife, that palette, the cheapest part of the product. Is the product? No, absolutely. Part, no, you're paying for is the packaging. No, we under we, we get that completely. I know all about. I mean, we're in radio. We know we know that advertising is the number one cost anyone has. Marketing is the number one cost. I mean, that's it. The product itself. You get these things from China for like a dollar, and then you sell it for nine ninety nine. We know how it works. I sell T-shirts. I get it. I see where the profit margins are. But at the same time, Kylie Jenner 
was born Kylie Jenner. Now she's Kylie. She's a model. She's, uh, you know, a cosmetics guru. She goes, she built her Instagram account and she did that all. I mean, by herself. Is that what, you know, and if she didn't even, does that even matter? You know, we were looking at the other Josh sent me a, a list of, of the world's 10, uh, the youngest billionaires and most of them just inherited their billions of dollars. 22 year old Alexandra Anderson. She's an heir. To, she's a Norwegian heiress to an investment company that runs hedge funds. Hedge funds. She's 22 years old. She's a billionaire. She didn't do any of that. Her sister, 23 years old, 1.4 billion. There's a guy uh, named Gustav Vitzo. He owns Salmar. They make 45% of the world's edible salmon. They farm it uh, in Norway. No, a lot of Norwegian, a lot of Norwegian billionaires. Evan Spiegel, who created Snapchat. I would argue that he probably is a self-made billionaire because he learned how to code and write this Snapchat and said, hey, look, horny teenagers need some kind of app where they can take naked pictures of each other and their parents won't catch them. And he and because of that, because everyone's like, yeah, that's exactly what they need. He became a billionaire. John Collison, who's 28 and his brother, Patrick Collison, they created something called Stripe. I was reading about Stripe. Stripe is uh, a way for you to integrate payment plans in your website really easily. Like if you want to take credit cards, boom, you just you click a button and all of a sudden Stripe will process everything for you and they'll deposit the money right in your bank account. It's great. And it's one line of code. It's something like 200 individual characters. These two guys, these brothers sat around in their house one day and they and they're Irish. They sat around and there's not a lot to do except eat potatoes and drink Guinness. And they sat around there and they typed out 200 lines of or 200 little letters, put it in a, in a code that allowed them to do this. And now they're billionaires. That code has made them. That's successful. 855-765-1045. And I don't know. I'm trying to search. I don't think Donald Trump ever said that he was a self-made billionaire. I don't think he even said he was a self-made millionaire. He's the first billionaire president of the United States. But isn't what Kylie Jenner did? Isn't it taking her name and turn, translating that? Like, yeah, you're born into a family that's on TV. You're born into a family that has millions of dollars. Robert Kardashian had millions of dollars uh, as an attorney before he died. Bruce Jenner back as he was known back then was it had millions of dollars from speaking engagements and books and he was a, he was a world-class athlete caitlin by the way there's another thing josh, josh the other josh is working really hard today which it's really i don't know what's maybe he gave up uh something for lent that i don't know about but but you know basically he uh sent me this whole thing with the family's net worth the the richest of all the kardashians is clearly kylie jenner um kim kardashian is second but then caitlin jenner as bruce jenner is now known is third. So you, I mean, she was born into a rich family, but she's she's multiplied that by tons, as did Donald Trump. 855-765-1045. Mike on the west side. What's up, Mike? How are you? Hey, I'm Joe Foyster. How are you doing? Good, Mike. What do you want to say? I, you know, I've been listening so long. First of all, I love the show. All this political investigation, they want to be investigations. I want to know where is the money coming from to pay tax? It's coming from you. <laughs> it's coming from us. I mean, that's exactly. It's tax season. That's where the money's coming from. Uh, the, the money comes directly out of the federal budget, and it's it's not a uh, it's not a budget that anyone really can can. You, it's not like you can take the money away from it. It's not like Donald Trump can cut it off at the seams. It's unlimited. The investigation will have as much money as it potentially needs, uh, and it has had as much money as it potentially needed for two years. I mean, we talked about this at length. Why would Bob Mueller, why would Robert Mueller end what is probably the cushiest job he's had in his entire life? He was handed the reins to this to this to this improbable investigation, said it can go on as long as you want. You can hire whomever you want. You can indict whomever you want. There's no scope. You can take it to the to the uh, to the the New York state uh, attorney's office. You can do whatever you want with it. You have you have no rules and you basically have no budget. Have at it and no timeline, no deadline either. Just make sure that you find something. And now that it's wrapping up, who's the most famous attorney in the entire world? It's Robert Mueller. Who's going to go out and write books? Who's going to maybe have a movie made about their life? Who's going to get any job they want? Who could just start their own Washington, D.C. consultancy? Never work. Hire the same attorneys that you've been working with on the government's dime for the past two years and just live off of whatever they make. Robert Mueller. It's it's really it's the dream job.
He's the only man that currently has is 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 basically uh, has political immunity. He's not seen as a Republican or a Democrat. He's the special prosecutor. His he is above the president in many ways. And when he's done, he can just wa- he doesn't even have to do anything. He just has to hand over a report, wash his hands with it, and go off and live his life as a multimillionaire. Inter- I don't know if he'll be self-made or not. He probably has Donald Trump and the Russians to thank for that a little bit, too. 855-765-1045 is number. Quick break. It's whatever you want Wednesday. we got a bunch more people uh, that want to tell us what they're giving up for Lent, and we'd love to hear it. We have a couple calls about Michelle Obama and, of course, uh, and of course taxes, because that's what's on everyone's mind. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll get some of your open mic messages, too. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks for joining me today. And it's Lent, the first day of Lent today. We had uh, we had pancakes last night for Pancake Tuesday. And I, I'll be honest with you, look, it was really it was really interesting. I made the kids pancakes. I made myself chocolate chip pancakes with a side of bacon. And then I had this really nice uh, I-10 IPA. And I'll be honest, this the, the hoppy bitter with the sweet of the pancakes, it was so good. I'm now going to have beer every time, uh, every time. I eat chocolate chip pancakes, which means I'm either going to start drinking earlier or eating pancakes a lot later. But that's all, but that's what you do. It's uh, it's Pancake Tuesday or Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras or whatever you call it. You go out, you just go ham. You drink you drink your I-10 IPA with your chocolate chip pancakes and your bacon. You do it for dinner. You know, then you then you then you take off your clothes and you run through the streets like they do uh, in New Orleans or in uh, or in uh, Rio de Janeiro or wherever. And then today you wake up and you're hungover and fat and then you have to go to church. You have to fat. That is horrible. Then it's like the next 40 days. It's, a, it's not like an easing in at all. You're not easing into the whole thing. You're basically just they're just like, all right, now you got to shape up and be an awesome Christian. And uh, and you got to give up stuff, too. You got to you have to sacrifice for the Lord. Um, and a lot of people choose different things to sacrifice. I say, and people always say, what are you giving up for Lent? I'm like, ask my wife. Cause she runs all that hole. She tells me what I'm giving up. You know, I go to eat something. She's like, you gave that up for Lent. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Good to know. I'm going to give up plastic straws for 40 days. That's a, just 40 days though. Not forever. Just for 40 days. Well, you may not be able to because there's, like I said, legislation banning the ban of plastic straws. So that may be a personal decision. But here in Florida, you may you may be forced to use a plastic straw. Wouldn't that be ironic? Let's give up daylight savings time. Oh, don't even get me started on that debate. Is that this weekend? Oh, that is this weekend. Oh, then maybe we should maybe we should get started on that debate. Mari from Lake City. How are you, Mari? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. Happy Lent. <laughs> Happy Lent. Um, just called to say I love your show, and oh, I think you. that we give up Democrats or the Russian collusion for Lent. I or both of them. The more, the merrier. Exactly. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though, and this is and this is the trick because I've tried this in the past too. Is you have to? It has to be a sacrifice. That's the thing. Like when you have to give up something that you love. You have to give up something that would bring you like if you went without it for 40 days, it would be a trial. You're basically you're basically showing your love for God and your sanctity for the word and the son and the Holy Spirit on by saying, look, I love you so much and everything you've done for me that I will sacrifice this for you for 40 days. And by giving up Democrats, I mean, that's not that's more like Mardi Gras. <laughs> that's more like what you do leading up to uh, to Lent, not what you do during Lent. But I, but I like I like the way you're thinking. Bill from Hastings, how are you? Fine. How are you? Good. What do you want to say, Bill? My question is this. If United States tax dollars are being used to support a foreign country such as Israel, which discriminates in favor of one religion over all the others, how is that any different than if those tax dollars were used to support that religion within the United States? Uh, uh, I'm not. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Israel is a country. Right. Whereas here in the United States, religions are not like we're we're basically giving the money to Israel to defend themselves and, you know, promote mm-hmm. democracy throughout the Middle East. Yeah, but first of all, Israel doesn't really promote democracy. That's the whole point. Like, if you were in Israel right now and you tried to distribute, say, the New Testament, you would be breaking the law and you'd be arrested for it. Well, I wouldn't do that in in Israel. I would just go there and, you know, they've got some really good restaurants and some tourist uh, attractions and 
things like that. Look, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure of the point you're trying to make. Uh, but, you know, it's whatever you want Wednesday. So, like I said, whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. A lot of people, Israel's going to be an interesting topic forever, it appears. And the more diverse this country gets, the more you're going to see these diverse. I mean, you've got, what's her name? There was a there was a resolution on the floor of, of Congress the other day that the Democrats had to call on their own. Because they've got a, a freshman member of Congress making anti-Semitic remarks in her twi- tweets and anti-Semitic remarks uh, regarding Israel on the House floor. And they've got it and they've got to rein her in. You know, they, this is the craziest freshman class of Democrats. You've got them calling the president of the United States a mother father. You've got them out there trying to tear down all the buildings and, and, and kill all the cows and build trains across the entire world. And now you've got them making anti-Semitic uh, remarks. And basically and, and basically, you know, and look, they're not the first lawmakers to do that. Uh, Barack Obama wasn't a huge fan of Israel either. But, you know, whatever you think about the Jewish people, whatever you think about the state of Israel, know this. When it comes to the Middle East and when it comes to the world in general, they are probably our single biggest ally because their entire existence relies on us. And they're probably the country that is most similar to us, in my humble opinion, even more so than Canada, uh, you know, in the entire world. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. This is step. Stephanie from Jacksonville. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? Admirable people to give up stuff. Oh, you're, what are you giving up, Stephanie? Oh, um, I just was curious as to why giving up stuff is admirable. My, well, it, just a, kind of a philosophical question. It's like, so we give up stuff, whatever we choose to give up for 40 days, and somehow it's just like, Catholic priests giving up sex and what, 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 why is... Well, they have to do that for longer than 40 days, FYI. <laughs> but you know what? That's a, that's a really long philosophical explanation. Why don't we take a break? Uh, I'll get to, I'll warm up my coffee again and then we'll, <laughs> then, and then we'll get into that. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday, folks. So whatever you want to talk about, we got it. We got you covered right here on News 104.5 WOKV. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> so if you're ever wondering, if you're... If you're ever wondering what we do during the breaks, we tell stories about Herman Cain. That's, that's what it is. Eight, because everyone has one. Everyone who ever, uh, it started as someone on the chat said, hey, I miss Herman Cain, but you're a good substitute. And I was like, I'm actually not a substitute anymore. Uh, I don't think he's coming back. But then everyone in the studio has a good Herman Cain story. And if you don't, you can just make one up. And no matter what you say, it definitely seems, uh, definitely seems believable. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah. It's whatever you want Wednesday today, folks. Yay. Whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. And to prove that point, we go to John from the West Side. Hi, John. How are you? How are you doing today? Hey, good, John. What do you want to say? Well, I'd just like to talk about Star Trek, this new series. I think it's pretty gosh darn good. And, you know, everybody talks smack about it, but uh, I like it. I didn't know there was another new Star Trek. There's like been 19 different Star Trek series. Which one is this you're referring to? This is Star Trek Discovery. Oh, it's okay. the one-off after Jonathan Archer Enterprise. Oh, yeah. All right. Good. All right. Well, I will uh, thank you so much for your recommendation. Like I said, it's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, it's on you. Rich from Stark. How's it going, Rich? Great. Enjoy your show. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate um, I wanted it. To, uh, I wanted just to set the record straight. The gentleman that called in before the break about Israel. Yeah was sadly misinformed. Israel protects religious freedom as much as, as we do, if not more. Uh, because of the history of the Jews, um, when they formed Israel, they protect uh, religious diversity. Uh, they also, if you think about it, the, the holiest sites of, of the Jews, the Christians, and the Muslims are all on Israeli land. Yeah. They protect those. There are many churches, many mosques in Israel, and 
um, the, the Knesset, which is the Israeli legislature, yeah. has both Christians and Arabs as members of their legislature. Uh, Rich, I'm going to stop you there. You're 100% right. And uh, like I said, there is no country in the world that is as similar to the United States of America than Israel. And they are our number one ally. And you can you can try to argue that, but you're not. I mean, I just there's there's really no way around it. I mean, the country was basically a lot of the reason Israel is the way it is, is because it, it, the United States had a huge hand in forming it after World War Two. This was this was, you know, land given to the Jews to build their own state. And you're right. Every major religion. Ever, whether you're a Jew or a Muslim or a Christian or a Protestant or, uh, you know, maybe not Seventh-day Adventists. I don't know. Uh, probably because there's some kind of Protestantism, whatever. If you're one of those guys that lives in the Appalachians and handles snakes and speaks in tongues, you have your the basis of your religion in Israel and in the Middle East. And that's why. I mean, that's the reason the Middle East is such a hotbed of activity. That's why everybody there hates each other, because they all want to claim it for their religion, for their God. It is the ultimate. It is the ultimate crusadership is who gets that land. And that's why Israel is, number one, living under a constant threat. And number two, dependent on the United States for its survival. And in a way, we are definitely dependent on Israel and the fact that we give them so much money and support uh, as a state and as a country and as a military power is because they keep a lot of those other countries at bay. Iran is one of them. Iraq is another. And 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 we definitely I mean, they're they're a huge ally for us. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Jeff in Jacksonville. What's up, Jeff? What do you want to say? Uh, I was calling for the same reason. The guy that called in was either uh, on the Israel thing was either very misinformed or just flat out lying. Uh, the prime minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, has said some of the best friends Israel has is the American evangelicals. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for calling. And there you go. So uh, I think, you know, so now we have everyone. Uh, so now we have both sides represented. Hey, and Nick from somewhere. How are you, Nick? Thanks for calling the Marquis, sir. Somewhere is a wonderful place to be. I bet it is. Better than being nowhere, huh? There, there you go. Yeah. A little clarification on what Lent is all about. Oh, yeah. What, okay. Oh, I've, and I totally forgot that woman called up right before the right. break, Nick. And I and right. I totally got sidetracked on the Star Trek comment and the Herman Cain okay. stories. But basically, with this woman called up and she said, what is the big deal with Lent? Why do Catholics give? I don't understand. What does fasting and what does giving stuff up for 40 days? What does that even do? What's the point, basically? That's what you're calling about. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay, so essentially, uh, Jesus Christ um, roamed the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. And in the time that he was out there, the devil tempted him and tried to do bad things to him, trick him, things of that nature. And so it was a challenge for him and a sacrifice for him to do the 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Okay. Now, in the modern times, it's not so much that you give something up. You can, that's your choice, or what you can do is do something good that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Right. You know, give up, give up smoking, um, do good for other people. You know, you don't have to... Give up being up. bad is basically what right. you would be doing. Yeah, that's exactly, right. and I've tried that one too. I was like, you know what, I'm going to give and, up and being a jerk face for 40 days. <laughs> there's, there's one more thing that I'd like to put into this too. Yeah. Uh, there's a time that you don't have to do that. When you turn 65... You don't have to do that. You can, but you don't have to. Right. Also, apparently my kids get special dispensation, too. Apparently they can they can give up their Lent and whatever's on the weekend, and that's okay if you're yeah, under 12 or something. Like, yeah, 12 or 13, something like that. So right. It's just the people in the middle yeah. that have to do these. <laughs> it's like driving. You can't drive if you're under the age of 16, and you really shouldn't if you're over the age of 65. But if you're anywhere in the middle, you're good to go. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Yeah, Lent is basically a way for you to reaffirm your faith. And if you, if you are Catholic or if you do go to church there's three parts to lent and my priest will be the first person to refresh your memory on this not only are you supposed to fast meaning giving something up for lent that you find to be enjoyable but you also should pray regularly and probably the third most often forgotten and most important of all three is the alms giving and every single church administrator would like you to remember that during during the Lenten times, it's fasting, prayer, and of course, almsgiving. 
Uh, but yeah, it is it is a way to uh, to remember when Jesus was tempted by tempted by the devil. Not to be confused with the time that Johnny from Georgia was tempted by the devil, uh, which is which is one of my favorite stories from the Bible. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. It's so whatever you want Wednesday, day, folks. Patricia from Jacksonville. How you doing, Patricia? Pretty good, Mike. How are you this morning? Hey, we're doing great, man. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for asking. What you uh, what you what you want to say? Oh, I was funny. I used to get upset because everybody would ask you how you were doing, and I mean, how many times you get asked that a day? And then I went and asked you anyway. Oh, don't worry about um, it. <laughs> Damn you, Patricia. That's it. Asking me <laughs> how I'm doing. Well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Besides, you know, my general well-being, what else did you want to talk about? I just want to understand the difference in uh, buying votes. Buying votes is against the law, isn't it? Buying boats? Votes. Oh, votes, Buying yeah. votes has been against the law since the 1800s. You mean as, as an elected official? As an elected official. Right, okay, yeah. Or, or somebody running for office. Right. It, the Democrats are getting away with buying votes, but they're offering the payment after the election. And they've been doing it forever, but it's just getting, it's going overboard now. It's going, now that they're giving illegal aliens um, their their driver's licenses, um, they want to want them to vote. It's really gone to an extreme, and I don't understand why the Republicans don't start calling them out for breaking the law. They're well, buying votes. They're just paying them after they get in office, and yeah. then sometimes they're not even doing that. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If you think about it, oh, you know what? I can't be honest with you because we have to take a break. Hang on, hang on, Patricia. Don't go anywhere because that's a great question. Keep listening because I'm going to answer that question for you. And a lot of that has to do with House Resolution Number One, which goes to vote very quickly. Uh, and this is this is all about this is all about voting and elections and things like that. And it's a great question, and there's a fantastic answer. Okay. I guess I'll let you decide whether oh, there's an answer. You decide whether or not it's fantastic or not. I'll give it to you right after this quick break. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, whatever you want Wednesday. We can talk about whatever you want. 855 765 1045 is the number. If you want to talk about Lent or you want to talk about Kylie Jenner being a self-made billionaire, if you want to talk about, you know, anything political, maybe you want to, we want it. We have to get into this uh, House resolution here in just a minute. We do get some open mic messages, too. <laughs> Mark K, why you so stupid? Talk about when the devil tempted Johnny. <laughs> That's his favorite Bible story. Man, you kill me, dude. Oh, okay. what? I, I couldn't tell if he was a fan of the show or not. It was, it, it's, that's one of those I mean, ones I'm going to have to think about. I mean, I, he said I killed him, but he said I'm stupid. So, eh, whatever. 855-765-1045 is the number. We also got this one, too. Oh, no, wait, this one. Mark, talk about that dummy Trump trying to hide his school records. When he asked for President Obama's, he showed his because he way smarter than that idiot. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what school records have to do with being president of the United States uh, at all. But to me, if I could if I could hide my school records, I would. Uh, you know, I'll, I would. And here's the other thing, too, because that was an interesting point when they brought that up, when Michael Cohen mentioned how Donald Trump uh, told him, you know, paid him to write threatening letters to the schools and to the SAT board and to his high school and college and say, do not, under any circumstances, uh, release any of Donald Trump's records to any media outlets because we will come after you with the full, you know, the recourse of the law, blah, blah, whatever it was. He wrote these. He apparently threatened all the schools because Donald Trump didn't want his um, his records being his records being released here's the thing when you go to any job they don't ask they don't ask you your gpa they say hey where'd you go to school oh that's cool what'd you study okay great not one job have i ever accepted i mean and again i'm not like we're not i'm not curing cancer over here i think i actually cause it sometimes but we you, know, we, you walk into any place that you work and usually they want to know do you have a degree do you have any experience maybe they'll give you some kind of test to see how much you actually know They'll look at your references, but I don't know of any job where they say, I need to see your SAT scores. I need to see your GPA. I think Obama just released them because he was, you know, because he was a braggart. That's why. I mean, Donald Trump's a braggart, too, but 
more about. Yeah, what? Never mind. Eight five five seven. But a good question. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. And again, just proving once more that it's whatever you want to talk about. Uh, Bill from Jacksonville. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm good. Oh, good. What do you want to say, Bill? Um, uh, right as soon as I got on the line, Mark, uh, a, a guy came on and gave a really good explanation about the forty days and forty nights and the Lent. So. I don't want to repeat that, but now that I've waited, I would like to add something to it because I'm from South Louisiana, and perhaps this will give a couple of those callers a little bit more clarity about why it's important to give up stuff for Lent. All right, yeah. I'm not, I'm not Catholic. I was raised Anglican, Episcopalian, very close. So the, the Catholic Church, predominantly all that, all that is Catholicism, along with certain branches of the Anglican Church, and in most, most cases, some of the Baptist religion sects, religious sects as well. So it goes back to Carnival in South America hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Everybody knows that, but then it came to the United States by way of Mobile. See, all this got started in Alabama, not New Orleans, but now it's known for being New Orleans. And so when something uh, needs to be given up that is near and dear to something, somebody's heart or desire, state, let's say, we call that giving something up for Lent whether it is something material or an action and or giving something back to the community because it does tie in. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Hey, thanks so much for that that, uh, explanation. Here's the thing about Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is the best place to be in the entire world uh, leading up to Lent and the worst place to be the entire world after because you've basically given up everything that the entire city is built on. Hey, thank, thanks so much for your call. 855-765-1045. Uh, this is Ed and Mandarin. Ed, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. It's whatever you want Wednesday, dude. What do you want to talk about? My curiosity is, is I am curious about Omar and Corey. I did some research and found out that they had married an American, but I, I cannot find any record of where they got their citizenship. Wait a minute. Who are we so talking about? For Corey and Omar, the congresswomen. Oh, okay. What about them? You don't know where they got their citizenship? Well, yeah, because I can find their marriage, but you can't find there where they applied for their citizenship. Oh, all right. Well, hey, you keep digging and let me know. Let me know what you find out. Hey, Tim in Jacksonville, how's it going? It's going good, man. Oh, good, Tim. What do you want to say? Well, I had a thought about health care and how to solve it. Oh, you wait a minute. You know how to solve health care? I believe I do. Oh, all right. I'd like to hear that. Well, if uh, you're a hospital administrator and you're listening, take a look, take a close listen to this. Uh, why can't I, as a, I say, well, call myself a consumer, go and to the hospital itself and pay the hospital itself a monthly stipend, and then if I ever get sick, I just show up to the hospital. Bill's already covered. Yeah, I like a, like a, like the, you do with your insurance companies, where you just pay them every month. And if you do, you know what? And I had a similar situation with the garage door yesterday, which I should probably share. But yeah, you know, there's there's a bunch of different ways why that can and cannot work, and a bunch of different reasons. People will tell you why. Uh, you know, look, healthcare that's a deeper issue. That's going to take a lot more than just a, a couple minutes on a Wednesday. But thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Jan and Stark, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Great, Jan. What do you want to say? Well, you know what? Uh, I am so sick and tired of them running down our president because I love Donald Trump. Uh And I think he's doing a great job in our country. I think we should have a statewide or even a nationwide Trump rally day and let and let these Dems and these liberals see that they're just blowing smoke up each other's rear ends because. Oh, they, they got to our phones. They got to our phones. Hey, th- thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. All right, 855-765-1045. We do have some interesting open mics that I want to get to here in just a minute. Uh, also, it is whatever you want Wednesday for like 20 more minutes. So give us a buzz. 855-765-1045. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. 855-765-1045. Guess what? We've made it even easier, too. Star Star 104.5 will get you right through to the studio and you can tell us whatever you want because it's whatever you want Tuesday. Uh, it's whatever you want Wednesday. <laughs> it ain't even Tuesday. Uh, this is Donna in Middleburg. Donna, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. How are you? 
Donna? Hi, how are you? Oh, good. I appreciate yeah. you waiting patiently. What did you want to say today? Um, I just wanted to say I have a way to get more people off food stamps. Oh, you and do? And that seems to be a big thing. Okay. I live in Clay County, and we have a problem with people not paying their child support. And then when you go to court, they do nothing about it. Hmm. So if more parents were able to get their child support, more parents would be off food stamps. So you think that the problem isn't the food stamps, it's get it's getting the child support from the deadbeat dads. Or moms. Or moms, yeah. All right. So what's your so what's the solution? Did the courts need to do something when they take them in? Not only are they half the time they don't suspend their license anyway. Yeah. But make these people go in and pay child support. When they take them to court, they just let them walk out. Yeah. With nothing. All right. No, that's a good problem. And that's, you know, it's interesting when you see the cause and effect of something like that. But that's just, you know, hey, we need to crack down on this one problem and hopefully it'll help uh, with this other problem. Ed in Jack's Beach, how are you, Ed? I'm fine, Mark. Nice to talk to you. Uh, nice talking to you, too. What do you want to say today? Well, I just want to vent a little bit about the, uh, the Republican media. Uh, I got the Fox website up in the morning every time I look at that. I listen to Rush. I listen to you and uh, Kilmeade. Why are you giving, oh, let me first then, um, state this, that it's way too late to do anything about it, but why are you giving occasional cortex so much free press? You're making her somebody that is, she doesn't need to be, and now it's too late. She is somebody who's just all over the place. Well, I mean, she's, uh, she, I mean, I feel like she's doing that on her own. It's, uh, she's the one out there that's. You guys are reporting it. Well, I mean, it's news. <laughs> it's, it's news 104.5 WOKV. It's Fox News. I mean, that's the thing. Rush is America's anchor man. If somebody's going to come forward with a with a dramatic overhaul of our of our environmental, uh, you know, policy and say, hey, we need to get rid of air travel and we need to spend one hundred trillion dollars to destroy every building in America. And it's actually a legitimate piece of legislature that the Senate could force a vote on. I mean, that's that's news. What do you want me to do? Just not talk about it? It's. She did not need all that publicity. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not like she got she got elected by the people in the Bronx. They're the, they don't listen to this show. They're the ones that put her where she is. Not me. Not Rush. Not Fox News. It's not like it's it's not like it's you know uh, it's not like it's Donald Trump where the left you know purposely mentions Donald Trump for ratings. I mean, that's what they do. CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post, they need they need clicks there. It's all it's a clickbait economy. And anytime you put Donald Trump up there with some kind of disparaging headline, you're going to get the click. And they're going and, and the more clicks they get, the more dollars get deposited into their bank account. You know, I don't get paid. Opinion, you're doing the same with occasional cortex. Too. Well, I don't have I don't get paid. I don't get paid per click, though. You know, I just get paid uh -huh. to talk about it. Look, if you don't want to if you don't want to talk about her. I mean, look, you literally just did the same thing, Ed. You called up here and, and you just spent five minutes talking about Ocasio-Cortez. So, you know, so, I mean, the only reason I talk about it is because evidently so do you. Uh, this, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd from Hawthorne. How you doing? Uh, better not deserve. Listen, I want to congratulate Jacksonville. You only had three shootings Friday night. Isn't that great? Hey, I'm telling you what, I feel so proud now. And number two, I blame all the stuff going on in our politics on the Republicans. Every time they get in power, they don't do a darn thing. Yeah. They do nothing. No, They've I never mean, gone after Clinton. Yeah. We've got all the evidence in the world. Yeah. And so, hey, Republicans, get off your tail. What is wrong? Get to work, man. That's one thing about Democrats. Baby. They will stick together and they will drive you nuts with subpoena after subpoena. Republicans, they don't do anything. I mean, the Republicans, the only time the Republicans come together is when they've already lost to the Democrats. And <laughs> and that is a problem. That's not how you, you're right, that's not how you get anything done in this country or anywhere. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Tom in Jacksonville. How you doing, Tom? I'm great. Hey, what'd you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, we're going to fix all this investigation of Trump. Probably if they started investigating Nancy Pelosi, she didn't get to where she was by being a, you know, a Miss Pussy. What, by being <laughs> a... She had to pull some, she had to pull some strings somewhere to get to the power she's got. You oh. start investigating all them people, and they'll leave us alone.
Yeah, I don't know about that. I think I think they would fight fire with fire. They're not. There's nobody to investigate Nancy Pelosi. That's the thing because the, uh, the you know you've got a lot of the you've got a lot of the deep state from the Obama years and the Clinton administration still running. Uh, you know, but part of the Justice Department. You've got you've got the House of Representatives firmly in the hands of Nancy Pelosi. She's not going to investigate herself. Investigation. Here's the thing. Investigations. That to me is that to me is a liberal tool of propaganda. That I'm not a big fan of investigative. You get to power. Like, let's say, let's say the Republicans, and this is a great lesson to be learned, and it kind of ties into what the other guy, what the last two calls have been saying. The last guy said Republicans don't do anything. Fact. Okay? Fact. They had the House of Representatives, they had the Senate, they had the executive branch, and for all intents and purposes, they had the Supreme Court, too. Couldn't build the wall. They lowered taxes. That's about it. They couldn't overhaul immigration. They couldn't even repeal Obamacare. You know, and a lot of that we blame on John Roberts, who we still can't figure out, is he a conservative justice or not? Odds are, you know, all signs point to we're not really sure. So they couldn't they couldn't come together and in two years do whatever they wanted to do. The Democrats in two years basically reached. I mean, they destroyed the entire uh, the entire health care system. You know, they they read they overhauled pretty much everything that they wanted to overhaul. And they did it because they voted quickly as a block and they didn't care what they were. But Nancy Pelosi even said, you can you got to vote on the bill before you can read it. Where the important thing is the vote, not what's actually in it. Every Democrat knows that all you have to do is show up and vote the way you're supposed to vote and you'll be good to go and you'll get money for reelection campaigns. And if you don't, then Ocasio-Cortez is going to put you on a list and you're going to be targeted by the extreme left the next time there's an election. You know, that's another reason we talk about her, because she's a great example of what the what the Democratic Party is becoming. The Democratic Party is becoming this far left socialist, really radicalized uh, you know, party. You got Bernie Sanders, who's the front runner for president. You've got Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, as you pointed out, is the most popular in the media and knows how to manipulate the media and Twitter and social media and get her name in the in, you know, in the quote unquote papers. You know, that's what this and she does it by making these 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 flamb you know, out of the out of this world comments like that. You have the other the you know members that are that are bad mouthing the uh, president, videotaping it. And I'm sure leaking it to the press so that they can make a name for themselves really quickly. Because as Donald Trump has taught us, there's no such thing as bad publicity. And the more your name is out there, the more powerful you become. That's why that's where we live. That's the game that we're playing right now. If the Republicans were really smart, they would elect more people who were the conservative version of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. They would elect people who were more like Donald Trump. Hopefully they will learn that lesson because after this next election, election we're only going to have four more years with somebody like Donald Trump in power. Somebody else has got to learn how to play that game or they're going to lose. 855-765-1045. Got to take another quick break. Holy cow, where does the time go? It's the Mark K Show. More of whatever you want Wednesday coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. Mark, we did have a conservative Ocasio-Cortez. She was called Sarah Palin. An interesting comparison. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Mac in Atlantic Beach. Mac, thanks for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. What's happening, brother? Hey, good. Yeah, just chilling. Uh, just chilling. I know whatever you want Wednesday. What do you want to talk about today, Mac? I uh, just wanted to call to kind of disagree with the previous caller. He was talking about uh, giving AOC too much coverage. Yeah. Um, I, I obviously completely disagree. I think every time she opens her mouth, she's probably the best. Recruiter for the Republican Party. Um, yeah, that's a good you know, point. And, and, and as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I've been a staunch conservative since I've been old enough to register to vote. I'm mm. 44 now, and uh, I'm strongly considering hearkening back to uh, Rush Limbaugh's uh, Operation Chaos. I think it was. Uh, oh yeah. So, yeah. So I'm thinking about switching to the Democratic Party because I firmly believe Trump is going to be getting a second term. However. I think that if uh, we could all just kind of switch it over to the Democrat, uh, registered Democrat, and uh, really push for uh, AOC to uh, get on the ticket. It doesn't matter if she's not old enough to run. These people don't give two craps about the Constitution. I'm not even sure they've even seen it. I mean, you know, I'm so, a little uh, shocked. That, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little shocked there isn't a lawsuit uh, challenging the constitutionality of that or the, uh, you know, challenging the Constitution as age discrimination because of that, because of that, um, you know, legal requirement that you be 35 years old. But that's a great point. That's, that's a great point. It may be. She is definitely a gift. 
to the Republican Party, not in the way that uh, not in the way that the Democrats, the Democrats thought Donald Trump was because Donald Trump. And here's the difference between the two, because a lot of people say, look, she's she's been able to grasp new media and social media the way Donald Trump did. She's been able to make a name for herself and become kind of the face of 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 her her party or her election the way Donald Trump did. But the difference is that the Democrats thought Donald Trump was a gift to them. He thought they were that Donald Trump was a gift to Hillary Clinton because he fe- they felt that the things Donald Trump were saying was saying during the election, the wool, you know, the uh, the immigration problems, the drugs coming across the border, the gangs. He thought that those things were so, you know, all of the Democratic media, all of the Democratic candidates thought that was so out of the norm. They didn't think it was a threat at all until it was. And by that time, it was too late. Donald Trump had printed with his audience. He owned the message. He owned the election and he owned the White House. It was too late for them. But the difference there is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is not mainstream. She is not saying things the way Donald Trump did that most Americans think but were afraid to say. She's saying saying things that most Americans don't think and would be afraid to say because people would look at him and say, what are you, a moron? Which is exactly what's happening. And the Democrats won't even embrace her because they know that the best way for them to infiltrate Donald Trump is not to act crazy. The best way for them to win back the White House in 2020 and beyond is to not let people know what they actually stand for. It doesn't matter that they believe all of this Green New Deal stuff. It doesn't matter that they believe in open borders. It doesn't matter that they believe that they want to tax you at 70, 80, 90 percent of your income. That's not the point. The point is they can't let anybody know that. And the problem they have with AOC is that she's letting people know who they really are. Donald Trump was the opposite. Donald Trump was the opposite. Donald Trump was the everything that every non-elected conservative Republican official is, but that the elected conservative Republican officials are afraid to tell people they are for fear of the media backlash, for fear of public outcry, for fear of losing votes. That's the big difference. So I say give Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez all the publicity she wants, because the last thing that the Democrats want is for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to have all the publicity that she wants. Chad in Jacksonville, how are you? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say? Yes, sir. Um, I always enjoy hearing your show whenever I get a chance to. I'm listening on Alexa. Oh, yeah. So it's a really, really cool app, a really cool thing there. Oh, I appreciate um, that. Thanks. Wanted, yeah, I wanted to say... Um, uh, I remember whenever President Trump was running for uh, president, he was saying that the gas prices will go down a dollar, even 50 cents a gallon. And I figure since we defeated ISIS a lot in that area, uh, I was wondering when do you think gas prices will actually go down? Uh, I mean, they, for good. they did go. Down. I don't know the gas. Like, I don't know that the gas prices are ever going to go down for good. I feel like they do fluctuate just because there is so much, uh, you know, of a fluctuation where gas is made. But we are we are increasing our uh, our oil production here in the United States and our exploration and our uh, and that kind of thing. I mean, gas prices are nowhere near as high as they were during Obama. And are they going to come down for good? I mean, wh- where do you want to see them? What's your goal? What would you like them to be on a regular basis? A dollar and a half. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Well, here's what we'll do. After we're done building the Space Force, we'll build a time machine, and we'll all rocket ourselves back to 1999 when gas was a buck and a half a gallon. Hey, thanks so much for your call. Uh, listen, I got a, I got a bolt, man. I got a bolt. They're going to do the news. Rush Limbaugh's going to start here in just a minute. We'll be back tomorrow, which will be on Thursday already. Hold, where does this week go? Uh, stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.